It's time for the Picture House Podcast with your hosts, Sam and Simon. Please ensure that your mobile phone is switched off, refrain from smoking, and keep conversation to a minimum. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show! Martin, thank you so much for talking to us this morning. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for having me. So Free Billboards has only, it hasn't done sort of loads of festivals yet. It's still reasonably fresh. Yeah, we did Venice and, uh, and Toronto and they both went amazingly well. And, uh, and then I went to San Sebastian with it too. Oh, which cool. and it went, That's a great went, festival. It was gorgeous, yeah, gorgeous town, gorgeous festival, um, gorgeous tapas. Uh, <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so it's been, it's been kind of really joyful because everyone's liked it so far. So um, onwards and upwards. Are you still because it is still still reasonably new and is it, is it exciting to take it to a new country and show it to a new audience yeah i mean uh, uh london film festival closing night is tonight and that will be uh you know first people first time people have seen it properly in uh in the uk uh and that's really exciting because it's my hometown um and we'll see how how people take it here but but toronto particularly was like the reaction from the audience that i was sitting in with was kind of just amazing like the laughter and the and then the gasps and the yes. shock at the uh, <laughs> twists and turns. Um, and like a- applause at certain things that Francis McDormand was oh, doing wow. was uh, kind of eye-opening. So you wonder if you hope it could go just as well in, in England. I'm sure, I'm sure it will. Will you be in, in a big premiere? Do you stay in and watch the whole film? Or are you? Uh, I, I, would, <laughs> I would like to, but I think they're whisking us off to BAFTA tonight. So I'll, I'll hopefully come for the last half hour and sneak in at the back and mm. see if uh, anyone's booing. <laughs> <laughs> Be a little bit awkward, but I'm sure I'm sure they won't. <laughs> that, that'll be Peter Dinklage, maybe. <laughs> I should have been in the film more. <laughs> <laughs> you said I was. A <laughs> I was supposed to be the lead. <laughs> um, that would be it. Would be a nice, a nice surprise if we had that during the Q and A. The um, so I would like from a picturehouse point of view, In Bruges and Seven Psychopaths did so well in our cinemas, and our audiences really, really loved them. Mm-hmm. And like, I think you create this sort of space in cinema where people get, see things we don't see all the time, you know? Like, funny, it's dark, it's super smart, the dialogue is, is really snappy, um, and it's, it's been too long, <laughs> quite yeah, frankly. Uh, <laughs> be- between, between films? Yeah. Um, yeah, but I'm very, very lazy, so... Uh, <laughs> um, no, I mean, those are the kind of films I like, I guess, that I, uh, you know, uh, in, in my, my film background is loving... I know the early uh, Scorsese, De Niro films, which are dark, but I find them hysterically funny too. <laughs> I'm always laughing at Taxi Driver, <laughs> um, but you know, even going back to like Billy Wilder's stuff, you know, always went sort of between darkness and comedy uh, uh, constantly. Um, so yes, yeah, it's, it's just just my cup of tea. That kind of hopefully smart, but um, and hopefully sort of edgy, but uh, unusual kind of. Uh, character-driven pieces and and this is this is one of those this is almost closer to in bruges i think maybe than uh, than seven psychos to a degree i think um i think it's that's why it's so refreshing to to see it you know like it's got that um it, it, it's, it's just this is a space in cinema that isn't explored as often as i would personally like it to be mm. um you know like people in a very uh you know it's like they're, they're people doing everyday jobs um, but they're living this sort of heightened existence during this series of extraordinary events. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very much what what this story is. It's like a, a I guess, a normal working class woman who's kind of driven to uh, an extraordinary uh, act uh, yeah. to a degree. She's put up these billboards uh, challenging the police over the uh, 
the death of her daughter, uh, challenge them over their ineptitude and their laziness and racism in part. Mm. Um, and uh, but even as a character to write, that was very uh, uh, exciting because because she's kind of provocative and outrageous at every step. And uh, I never knew what she was going to do next, you know. And, and that's kind of, hopefully, exci it's exciting for an audience too. Because if I don't know what she's going to get up to, uh, an audience won't either. The uh, you've got and like, she's just one of many like really amazing, really fleshed out characters. And it's when I was watching the film, as was part of me was just thinking like, it's like spinning plates, but not just two or three. Like you've got two hands worth of plates, <laughs> and like that must be especially like during the scripts phase. It must be is it quite complex to make sure everybody has like the right beat and they have the right moments? Um, not, uh, not. Really, I got maybe I, like it's uh, from the theatre background I come from, but but I guess you kind of get used sl slowly get used to spinning those plays plates. Uh, I guess most plays usually used to start off with like just four character pieces, but then they became sort of eight and nine, and somehow it was sort of natural to jug juggle that many uh, plates at once. Um, uh, and, and this is yeah, it's got quite a few quite a few sort of subsidiary characters that to a degree could be characters in their own films. And mm. that's that's part of what you're trying to do as a, as a writer, is like have no one be um, uh, subsidiary, have, have everyone be, we're all the stars in our own lives, you know, so 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 all of this, the smaller characters should be that t to their lives. But really it's about three characters, this this film. So it's, it's, if you juggle those plates properly, um, the, the Woody Harrelson, the Sam Rockwell and the Francis McDormand, um, if you take care of that as, as it should, the rest should take care of itself. I think it's quite nice because if they are your, you know, your, the, the sort of the main focal points, they all have characters that only they interact with. So it does sort of, I think, as an audience, feels like a larger cast interacting when there are people who don't leave their houses or you know they don't get to do that interaction. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> For instance, John Hawkes pops up uh, a couple of times in a mm. film, but only really with with uh, Francis. And uh, and uh, Lucas Hedges, uh, her son. Um, similarly, Lucas only uh, uh, is in scenes with Francis. Um, Sam's mother, who's played by Sandy Martin, is a brilliant actress, and we only see them together. So yeah, you, 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 you I was trying to build up a kind of picture of a town, but mm. um, but as you said, uh, you don't have to see everyone all on the street at the same time. It wouldn't be very realistic, because like, when do you ever see the whole town you know, talking to each other? Just in EastEnders, I think. That's yeah. the only <laughs> <laughs> Let's all go to the pub together <laughs> at the same time. One of my favourite uh, details uh, of Sam Rockwell's mother's character is the turtle, the tortoise. <laughs> yeah. um, and it just says so much about that character. <laughs> yeah. Where did, when did, like, the, the, like, fleshing out to sort of that degree, when, when did those ideas come into it? Well, this is a slightly weird one, because I always put rabbits in, in films, because I really like working with rabbits and uh, but i thought i can't do that for a third time yeah so so uh and then i thought well if a rabbit's in in the room with with them it's going to be scampering off all over the place so what's really <laughs> slow that you can put it on the table and uh, it won't fall off and yeah tortoises were the first thing that came to mind um and lucky for me because that was like the best tortoise actor <laughs> ever <laughs> kept upstaging everyone and uh and the tortoise is only in three scenes, but uh, boy, he makes a good job of them. He leaves, it honestly leaves an impact. <laughs> <laughs> and it was all improv. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to see what he's in next. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, his own film.
The uh, you got a lot of actors in this film who you've worked with before, and which is great for me as a film fan because I love seeing all of these actors, and it's a treat to see them all together. But do you do you write the script with people in mind, or, or is it purely like when it's done, then you start thinking about that? Um, uh, well, this was written for Francis and Sam particularly, um, and I always love working with Woody, so he 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 came into my thinking quite early on. But no, most of the rest of the characters, apart from Peter Dinklage, that was sort of written for him. Um, but the rest of the actors are uh, people I always wanted to work with, like John Hawkes, or uh, in a few cases, people I'd worked with before, like Jelko, who mm. plays the, the desk sergeant in this, and he's uh, Woody's psychic in Seven Psychos, and he's the guy who gets punched in the restaurant in, in Bruges. Um, and he's one of the best actors around. So it's, it's great to populate your film with sort of faces you've seen before, because I love like watching old Sam Peckinpah films and, mm. and seeing all those character actors in, in one place in a series of films. Um, Gives you kind of like a little window on, I don't know, Hollywood of the 70s, you know, like Warren Oates and people like that, people who recur in smaller parts in his films. Um, you kind of love them. Mm. Um, so so that's part of uh, my thinking is 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 building up a repertory company of, of faces, of faces you'll know, even if you don't know their names so much. But hopefully it makes you kind of check out, check out. When you see them in two or three things, you'll check out who they are and follow follow them from here on absolutely i think uh it's uh especially just to like it, it see the them in the, this type of film you know like a film where they have a they all have such a big impact on screen because uh, i think a lot of like with sam and woody especially they're very good at being supporting actors in other people's films and i think this year Woody especially has been in quite a lot of films in maybe a smaller role. Yeah. Uh, so it's great to see him center stage. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. I mean, he's such a good actor too. And, and Woody can do like the, the, the psycho and the, the outrageous parts uh, brilliantly. But this is a much quieter and, and sensitive uh, sort of performance. He's almost the, the moral heart of the film mm. in, in a way. Um, and you need someone as, uh, as Woody's such a decent guy anyway. You need someone who's, who you can believe is a real decent person at the heart of a film like this he's got that sort of elder statesman kind of quality about him and yeah he's, yeah it's nice to see that he can be because he's when he compared to sam's character <laughs> he's quite balanced and yeah and seeing he's the one who can keep him in line and i love seeing that dynamic yeah yeah it is it's almost like a father and son sort of uh, relationship to a degree even though that there isn't that many years between them mm. um but they they you know sam and woody love each other as actors and, and as and as guys anyway we were out on the on the lash last night actually <laughs> and um uh, uh, and that's kind of palpable, I think, in the film. You can see how much uh, affection there is between the two of them. Absolutely. The, uh, do you, because like, uh, between projects, do you keep up to date with what they're doing? Um, with Woody especially, he, he recently made that film, which was all shot in one take. It was really Yes, amazing. which I, I, <laughs> I actually uh, lent him or, gave, or suggested my uh, script supervisor for that, who, oh, really? who worked on uh, this and worked on my brother's films, um, Jeanette, who's, who's brilliant. Um, and because uh, you really needed a strong script supervisor <laughs> for a, for a two-hour one-take film, um, so uh, yeah, so I, I stay in touch and we uh, we we see each other. I've seen him qu quite a lot this year because he's been lo in London uh, doing the Star Wars thing, and and his uh, movie. Um, but I haven't seen it yet. I'm dying to. Um, and but Sam, I'll always catch up with him for a, for a tequila or two <laughs> in in New York. Um, and it's not. It kind of shows as well. We're talking about the repertory company, like these are all um, 
they're all sort of friends now, the, mm. the, the, the actors in this film. But it makes it much more comfortable filmmaking experience and uh, makes everyone a bit more relaxed, I think, when they know um, you're not the enemy and, and neither are they. And I think that's why, you know, uh, all, even the smaller parts in this uh, are properly well-rounded. It sounds like it's a, a set is a one of your sets is quite a nice place to be. <laughs> uh, it, like definitely this time around, especially it was like one of the happiest uh, uh, film experience we we had. We all kind of agreed on that, even though the the subject matter is kind of dark. Mm. The making of it uh, wasn't. The uh, I went into it. I tried not to because it was at the festival. I didn't want to read too much about the film before going into it. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, cool. You know, great cast, really excited. And then, yeah, like in the first five minutes when you learn what the film's about, like, oh, wow. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. this is uh, bold. I, I thought this is maybe <laughs> supposed to be a comedy. No. <laughs> but then but then there are, it, it's strange. It's, it is a strange one because I thought it would be a bit more divisive in that way. Like mm. it would uh, put people off. But I think part of it is because of Frances and how strong she is and how exciting that, part is and the way she, that she plays it is you audiences just seem to go with it and love her and love the journey that she takes people on mm. um and but that was a bit of a surprise to me that it's gone over so uh, popularly i think if someone has to break a hard subject to you francis is the best person in the world to do yeah it. yeah yeah exactly and also having having woody and sam you know around it too um you know even though it'll, it'll get dark in places you know it's going to be uh uh, hilarious in other places too. The uh, I, what I really loved about this is, is just how Frances really like embodies that role. Like she's just a one hundred percent that character. Yeah, and yeah. It's such a treat to watch. Even like little details like her wearing the overalls all the time and the bandana. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was all uh, Frances's uh, choice actually. She she uh, she said that uh, this woman is going to war mm. from from the first time we see her. <clears throat> so um, she needs a uniform that never changes from day to day, um, and uh, but is just part of this war outfit. Um, and I thought that was a great idea when I heard it. But but I thought, well, isn't there a place somewhere that we can see a softer side, maybe? And she has a date with Peter Dinklage at one point. I thought maybe that'd be the place to have a nice dress, and she said, "No way. <laughs> I'm I'm still at war. Why would I care about this date?" And I thought, yeah, that's. That's the character. That's, that's uh, Frances, and that's the character. That's super smart. Yeah, I was noticing actually. She's still wearing the overlay. <laughs> she's not dressing up. For this. Yeah, no. <laughs> and it makes that makes it funnier too. I mean, it's real and truthful to the character, but it makes it hilarious on top of it. The uh, there are a few moments of sort of levity with her, and, and one I really loved is when she flicks the rice krispies at uh, Lucas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that's like the first time I think you maybe the only time you see her smile. But um, yeah, there's one other time at the end, but yeah, there's only there's only two smiles in the whole thing. I love how de deadpan she plays the the entire film i mean i mean she's in the place of the most sort of uh, grief but but there's there's loads of there was room for for smirks or, or laughs or whatever else but but we both kind of agreed we don't show that we don't show we don't almost let the audience off the hook or let them in too much you know mm. they'll they'll come in but we don't pander to um to making her more likable than 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 she she is I think that's why the comedy works though. Like everybody plays it straight and it's deadly serious, but I mean, it's, it's really funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think that's the way you can only play, you know, comedies like this that way. You have to just aim for, like, the comedy's on the page, but you don't ever have to play it. You always uh, play the truth of the character and the situation. Do you ever. Like was there was there scenes that were just hard to film because they were so funny or like any any uh, any fluffs in that respect? <laughs> uh, let me think. Um, 
No, and again, I think it's because everyone's sort of just being serious and truthful. Um, you know, no, but like every 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 scene was kind of a joy to 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 do. Actually, the the whole restaurant scene towards the end, um, because it was Fran, and it was the last day of shooting actually, oh, wow. and it was Fran and Peter Dinklage and John Hawkes and Samara Weaving as his girlfriend, and the, uh, and there's lots of fun to be had in that scene, even though it it kind of becomes a serious scene as well. Mm. Um, uh, it was like last day of shooting, and everyone was having fun together uh so that was the most joyful one i think uh just to mention samara weaving like she she doesn't have that many lines in the film but she absolutely kills it every single yeah line she yeah has. yeah i think she's gonna be big i think she's a really great actress um used to be on home and away one of my favorite old shows but not my period of watching it um <laughs> and uh i think she's got another couple of films coming out this year so i think uh I'm looking forward to seeing what, what else she does. Absolutely. No, I can't wait. And I can't wait to see this film with a huge audience. You know, like it, it played, I went to a quite a small press screening and it played really well to the room, but Odeon Leicester Square tonight, packed house. Yeah, yeah, I'm, right. in, I'm intrigued because I think the Toronto screening was a similar sort of uh, audience of maybe 700 or so. Uh, and yeah, we'll see how it goes. And, uh, <laughs> and to hear that score as well on through the speakers in the cinema is a total treat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Carter Bell is, is one of the best and this is the third thing we've done together. And it's, uh, yeah, it's kind of almost a spaghetti western score in, in, mm. in places. Um, it does have that march, like you say people go to war, like there is that sort of like yeah. sense of purpose. Yeah, it? yeah, exactly. <laughs> he, he called it a Mildred's uh, war theme, Francis's war theme, and, and it is. Um, yeah, I can't wait to see it tonight. Fantastic. Well, thanks so much for talking to us see and it. can't wait to play it in cinemas. Thanks a lot. You have been listening to the Picture House Podcast, a Picture House's production brought to you by Picture House Cinemas. We would like to thank everyone who works at Picture House Cinemas and everyone who has ever attended a screening of a film at a Picture House Cinema. Thanks for listening and see you next week.